0: Hello, everybody, and welcome in to episode number 132 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We're reading Isaiah chapter 58 today, and our focus is on that which enhances our prayers and causes our lights to shine brighter. So, thanks for listening. Every day we go through one chapter of the Bible at a time. Twice a week we're in the Old Testament, five days a week we're in the New Testament. Today and tomorrow are our Old Testament days. Welcome to new listeners in Uttarakhand, India, Maharashtra, India, Parts unknown; Bangladesh, London, England, Alberta, Canada, Monterey, California, Columbus, Ohio, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and Richmond, Virginia. Thank you all for listening. Our goal is to get you thinking about living and obeying the Word of God as we discuss it every day. Our website is Bible2021.com. It was a dark and stormy night. Actually, if I'm being honest, it was probably a calm and fair night. New Year's Eve, 2000. My wife Janet was pregnant with our first child, Chloe, who would be born in February. Because she was great with child, we didn't stay out very late for New Year's Eve like normal. We were home and Janet got in bed before 1130. I was hanging out with her, and she had fallen asleep, and she was still fast asleep as 2001 approached. These were the days before smartphones with big screens that you stare at all the time, so I was just in bed reading a book, which is... Kind of a rectangular thing made out of paper, not sure you remember those. As midnight approached, I was inspired to pick up the Bible and read it. This is the first and only time, as far as I remember, that I was reading Scripture as the new year changed, so I'm not trying to tell you I'm some sort of super godly guy or whatever. But at the time, I was reading through the book of Isaiah for reasons that are lost to history, and I had arrived at Isaiah chapter 58. And I was reading this very chapter as the year 2000 turned to 2001. Now remember this vividly because I have never in my life been gripped by a scripture that I was reading like I was gripped that night as the year changed over. It was as if the words were blazing on the page. The passage was just branded on my soul, particularly the heart of God towards those in great need and his promise to bless those who take care of those in great need. Well, let's go ahead and read the passage so you can see what I'm talking about. It's a short one. And then we'll discuss it. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Cry loudly, don't hold back, raise your voice like a ram's horn, tell my people their transgression in the house of Jacob their sins. They seek me day after day and delight to know my ways like a nation that does what is right and does not abandon the justice of their God. They ask me for righteous judgments. They delight in the nearness of God. Why have we fasted but you have not seen? Why have we denied ourselves but you haven't noticed? Look, you do as you please on the day of your fast and oppress all your workers. You fast with contention and strife to strike viciously with your fist You can't fast as you do today, hoping to make your voice heard on high. Will the fast I chose be like this, a day for a person to deny himself, to bow his head like a reed and to spread out sackcloth and ashes? Will you call this a fast and a day acceptable to the Lord? Isn't this the fast I choose, to break the chains of wickedness, to untie the ropes of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and to tear off every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, to bring the poor and homeless into your house, to clothe the naked when you see him, and not to ignore your own flesh and blood? Then your light will appear like the dawn, and your recovery will come quickly. Your righteousness will go before you, and the Lord's glory will be your rear guard. At that time when you call, the Lord will answer. When you cry out, he will say, Here I am. If you get rid of the yoke among you, the finger-pointing and the malicious speaking, and if you offer yourself to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted one, then your light will shine in the darkness and your night will be like noonday. The Lord will always lead you, satisfy you in a parched land, and strengthen your bones. You will be like a watered garden and like a spring whose water never runs dry. Some of you will rebuild the ancient ruins. You will restore the foundations laid long ago. You will be called the repairer of broken walls, the restorer of streets where people live, if you keep from desecrating the Sabbath, from doing whatever you want on my holy day. If you call the Sabbath a delight in the holy day of the Lord honorable, if you honor it, not going your own way, seeking your own pleasure or talking business, then you will delight in the Lord, and I will make you ride over the heights of the land and let you enjoy the heritage of your father Jacob, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken." So, just to reread our verses of the day, verses 6 through 8, these verses are worth repeating. Is not this the fast that I choose, to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring your home the homeless poor into your house, when you see the naked to cover him and not to hide yourself from your own flesh, then, shall your light break forth like the dawn, and your healings shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. So fasting is a voluntary kind of weakness whereby we give up something like food that we are more or less entitled to or allowed to have for a greater purpose, such as to draw near to God. Fasting is good. It's an important spiritual discipline but God here broadens our understanding of what fasting is, going beyond the mere giving up of food for a time and into the realm of giving up ourselves, our own time, our possessions, our money, our rights in order to take care of the homeless, those who need clothes, and the oppressed. When we do this, when we take care of the people that Jesus calls in Matthew 25, 31 through 46, the least of these, then God promises us his presence, quickly answered prayers the satisfaction of our desires and guidance from him. Now, these are amazing promises given here, and they these promises truly demonstrate God's heart for those who are least in the world's eyes. Christians are called to be the light of the world, says Jesus, noting that we should not cover up our lights. Isaiah makes this promise when we take care of those in great need and those who are oppressed, that our light will break forth like the dawn. Now, I believe this is an indicator that the light of the gospel, the good news of Jesus, shines the brightest when it is accompanied by good deeds, especially good deeds aimed at the least in the world's eyes. Jesus addresses that very dynamic in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 16, where he says, In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Peter adds to this dynamic as well, He says in First Peter 2:12, "Conduct yourselves honorably among the Gentiles, so that when they slander you as evildoers, they will observe your good works and will glorify God on the day He visits." So, good deeds in ministry to the least in the world's eyes does not replace the gospel. This is the error that many liberal churches have made. Good deeds in ministry to the least people adorns the gospel and causes the people of God to shine brighter and stronger in exactly the same way, but an opposite sort of way, as hypocrisy causes the light of God's people to be dull, tarnished, and dim. So, let's close with some brief words from Spurgeon on this passage. He says, Does God care for the externals of worship only? Is he satisfied with sackcloth and ashes and the hanging down of the head? No. The true fasting before God is not to demand your pound of flesh and declare that you will have it, not to grind down the poor man to the last penny, but to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens and let the oppressed go free. That is the kind of fast that the Lord approves, to deny yourself that you may give to those who are in need. That is, if you take away all oppression, all wrongdoing to men, all talking of falsehood and speaking vanity, then your light will break forth like the morning. What promises God gives to those who consider the poor and needy round all about them but if you shut your ears to the cry of the distressed god will shut his ears to your cry so those are equally sobering and encouraging words depending on how we live our life let's close remembering the least of these with the message of jesus in matthew 28:18 through 20 our verse of the month jesus came near and said to them all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth go therefore And make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Amen. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.